The Abadit life is a philosophy. It's a lifestyle. We represent those who take any specific endeavor seriously while putting forth an honest and prudent effort. It's a mindset, an elevated standard of professionalism, honor, and dedication to a cause or action. We show extreme courage and bravery in times of stress or overwhelming odds. We don't make excuses. We don't talk about it. We be about it. All moves. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the All Moves Podcast. This is episode 71, and I want to welcome everybody to the show. This is Anthony Manaya speaking. If you don't know, now you know. Um, today's going to be a very interesting episode. Um, I'm going to get into some real storytelling. Um, before I get into that, um, I kind of want to break down uh what am I, what, what I'm going to talk about. So lately, you know, for the last couple of months, um, heavily, like we're talking about five, six, seven, eight months, I've been talking about a suffering mind and I've been talking about how making the problems the number one priority. I, I realized that this is what needs to be done in order for you to overcome these problems. We're talking about all problems, right? But especially the problems in the mind. But we're talking about all problems. If you're broke, you better handle that. If you're if you're healthy, if you're unhealthy, handle that, right? How can you make that? Uh, how can you handle handle that as soon as possible? Um, your relationships, your um, the the problems in the mind, all problems, right? How can you handle that and make it a priority every single day to figure out ways to be in the positive? Um, and I've been talking about this stuff. And I even did an episode recently where I talked about that. I keep saying this and people, but people don't actually know the problem because they have been uh, escaping the problem for so long, right? They've been escaping the problem for so long that they don't actually know what the problem is. And I've spoken about that. Um, this episode is going to break down why it's important to implement the things that I'm talking about, right? On how easily how easy how easily you can be deceived and how you cannot see reality going based on your belief systems or going or the suffering mind as well if you have a suffering mind a suffering mind cannot see reality because it sees what it wants to see right things are going on in your mind and you start to believe things you believe in illusion fantasy and what i'm going to break down today is someone who has fooled the entire world um on thinking that he has uh, magical prob- uh, powers, right? And some of the things that he revealed on why he did it. And I feel like it's very important for you to um, to hear this out, right? Because, you, you know, you hear it through a story and then maybe, you you know, people in, in, in a certain situation in life can listen to this and be like, oh, wow, yeah, I see that happening in my life. Right. Even when I, I talked about my stories, right, where if you're a fan of the show, if you've been listening from the beginning, I've talked about me being scammed multiple times, uh, me giving money to people who said, hey, yeah, I'll give you money back. Right. Uh, you know, my 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 infamous five hundred dollar story where I gave uh, this guy, I wired him. Um, I mean, through Western Union, I send him. $500. He said he was going to send me 5000 He works in Walmart and he has the technique to, to add another zero, whatever. Right? Stupid. But at that time, I didn't see it. And also other times, me thinking I'm talking to this woman and in reality, she's not a, the person I thought it was, you know, even though I never see their face for, for the last, you know, for uh, two something years or for a year or so. And my cousin being scanned by that same thing, by women lying like, oh, I'm this person. I live in this place making up stories because of, you know, how they really feel about themselves. Um, all things that are waste of time, waste of time and money. And it's all based on a suffering mind, right? They can't even see the signs that said it's all fake, right? Because they want to, they, 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 they're viewing the world looking for these things to be real. Right, and they're easy. It's easy to manipulate somebody like that. So um, today's episode is going to be around this sim- that similar topic, and I'm very interested in this stuff. For those of you who don't know, I'm actually interested, extremely interested 
in the work that magicians do, right? I'm interested in magic. I'm talking about like, you know, uh, the tricks, uh, magic tricks, um, illusions on stage, right? Like people like Chris Angels, David Blaine, Penn and Teller. These are famous magicians that, uh, you know, um, that, that create these illusions where people start to believe that they actually have powers. Well, not Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller, um, is a duo, is a magician group where they're, they're a duo that tell people, hey, look, this is a trick. This is not real. I am tricking you, right? But people like Chris Angels and David Blaine, um, they, 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 they make it seem like they have magical powers. Recently, you know, I like, I, and I like them, right? I, I like their work. It's very interesting to see you know, the, the techniques, the moves and how they do it. Right. But more importantly, these people are students of human nature. They understand psychology at, at a high level, right? They understand what people want to see. They understand, um, how the mind works, right. Which, which is why I'm very interested in this stuff. Um, you know, recently I went to go see Chris Angel, and this dude was flying all over the stage. Um, he was disappearing, like he was disappearing and it ended up in the back of the room. And in the setup of these tricks, he would talk about how, you know, all of this stuff is is magic, right? All of this stuff, it, it takes certain mindset training and certain energy to do it, right? And he was storytelling. People would buy into it and he would get real. He would make it seem like he's a friend of ours and he would make it seem like it's, it's uh, you know, he had this makeup on that he usually wears and he took it off. He says, look, I'm just going to talk to you as the normal guy, not the guy you see on TV. And he was getting us to relate to him, to trust him. And then boom, it'll be a trick where he disappear or something. But holy shit, how the fuck he did that? This guy's legit, right? And, you know, just making it seem like he's real and things like that. So in my study where... I like to study how magicians do their work, not just the tricks, the mindset behind the tricks, right? The, the their their study of psychology, their study of human nature. Um, I'm also interested in the business in, in the business of professional wrestling, how the behind the scenes of that. But that's another that's 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 for another day, um, and it's all based on what I do, right? It's all based on psychology and human nature and um, how the human mind works. And during this study, right, it led me to this guy by the name of James Heydrich, right? James Heydrich is this quote-unquote psychic, right? And I'm gonna give you a little backstory on him before I explain why I'm bringing him up. But he was this quote-unquote psychic and his backstory was, you know, as a child, he was going to foster homes, um, you know, didn't know how to read or write, uh, went to jail, um, I believe it was a couple of times for sexual assault, right? And, um, you know, beating women or uh, things like that, right? Things around that. I don't know the exact details of that. Maybe I should because I'm bringing the story up. But but um, apparently he went to jail, right? Well, he did go to jail. And uh, in jail, right? He was thinking to himself and he was in jail for a while and he was talking to himself, how, you know, what can he do when he comes out, right? And he was developing these techniques where he's able to learn breathing techniques and he was able to use uh, uh, sleight of hand, right? In like little tricks, you want to learn these tricks and he would practice to the inmates, right? But he would spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of practicing. Talk about dedication. This dude was spending hours all day, every day, finding different ways to uh, to apply these techniques, right? And practicing and practicing. And this is what he said while he was in jail. He made it a goal to um, to convert 20 people a day to believe in God and Jesus, right? And he wanted to see if he can manipulate people, if this, if he can have this kind of power, right? His main goal was to get attention. He felt like, you know, with a rough childhood, 
he felt like, you know, I wanted, I, I, all I wanted was people to see me in a certain way, right? Um, I wanted people to, uh, to think I was something special. And what he would do was he would bring a Bible, right? And he would open the Bible to a certain page and he would tell people, listen, do you, he'll go, do you believe in God? And most of the inmates were like, nah, I don't do that. And he was like, why not? Right? Because if you do believe in God, God has given me all of these powers and we all have these powers inside of us. You just have to truly, truly believe in Jesus and in God and you have to believe in the word. Right? And he, and they were like, and he was like, listen, um, if I show you these magical powers, would you believe? And people are like, yeah, but you ain't you ain't got magical powers. He goes, all right, watch this. And he will open the page, he will open the book to a certain page, and he'll do his breathing techniques, his mindset techniques, right? And he, you know, he'll you you'll see him do this stuff with his hands, he'll take a little long time, right? A little two minutes of show, and then the page will start to move, right? And without even him even looking at it, too. Right, because he learned how to do techniques that allow him to turn the page without even looking. This guy's been practicing, and everybody in jail, the inmates were like, "Holy shit, this guy is real!" Right? They started to believe, and then he said that all the people he converted, he said he wouldn't be happy if he didn't convert twenty people. So every day was a goal of converting twenty people. And um, you see, you see people in jail with all crosses and, uh, you know, uh, you know, praying, reading the Bible and trying to believe heavy, like heavy in this stuff so they can have magical powers. Right. So when he got out of jail, um, he went on like this world tour where the world started to see this guy as someone who really has magical powers. Right. And this was this was again, this was in the 70s. Right. This was like um, uh, late 70s, I believe, mid 70s. Um, this these things were happening. And. Um, he. Where was I? Where was I? Shit. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, he was going around this world tour where he was on magazines. Uh, I mean, newspapers. He was in front of the newspapers. Uh, he started his own martial arts company. Right. Where he was saying he got his tricks from learning martial arts, studying Bruce Lee and studying all these people, um, you know, from from China and Japan and the samurai. And he was just saying where he got all this, these powers from. And he says uh, studying human nature as well, like uh, uh, I'm sorry, the laws of nature and um all this all this stuff that he was he was saying where he got his powers from. So he started a martial arts gym. And the gym that he started was was like this mindset martial arts. And he, he you know, he was teaching fighting, but it's more for mindset stuff. So people, he sh they showed this clip of one of his classes where he lays on the floor, right? I mean, not him, but the, the students lay on the floor and they they pick an object that they want to move. And he says, close your eyes, focus on that object. You have to believe, you have to believe in these objects, right? You have to see the object in your mind and think about the object moving back and forth, back and forth. So this is what would happen where they would pick an object where it was a punching bag, where it was a light, right? The, you know, one of those long lights that can swing back and forth if you touch it. And you see the entire room moving right? You see the bags start to move like slowly and you start to see the lights moving back and forth. And these students, he says, open your eyes, right? And when they open their, their eyes, they'll see all the stuff moving and they will see all the, the, you know, the bag, the lights, the, everything that can move started to move, started to rock back and forth, back and forth. And he started saying, this is the power of the mind when you focus on it. And they started believing that they had powers. So then he gets this huge buzz where scientists start to see, is this guy legit? And they invite him to do these tricks in front of the scientists. And he actually convinced the scientists that he was a legit psychic and that he had magical powers. 
the 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 scientists confirm yes this guy does have supernatural powers it is real right nobody can do this there's no way anybody can do this right the guy is looking in the other direction and the pages are moving by themselves like how is he doing this um he would turn pencils like he'll put a glass over a pencil and he would move the pencil all the way around right he'll put a dollar bill inside a glass and he will move it. He was like, look, I'm not even, like, there's no way I can get to it. And people are like, what the fuck? Like, how is he doing this? So he fooled multiple, multiple people. Then he got on these shows. They started challenging him on these shows. Another guy by the name of James Randi, right? James Randi is one who spends his entire life, he's a magician, right? But he spends his entire life um, debunking those who believe they have magical powers, right? His name is James Randy. And he invited um, James Heydrich to take his offer, right? He His offer is a $10,000 check, right? He said, you know, when he met him, he said, look, this check, I had this for 17 years. And everybody who's came in, I debunked them. Um, if you prove to me that you have magical powers, I will give you this $10,000 check. Now, currently, uh, the foundation of, of, of James Randi has, it's a million dollars now. So now if you show that you have magical powers and you go to, you know, the office and of, of, uh, you know, you go to that, that office and you show that you have magical powers, they will give you a million dollars. So, at the time, it was $10,000 check. He said, I had this check for 17 years, and and I never, um, you know, uh, everybody who comes to me, hundreds of people who come to me, they never can show me the power. So he was like, you know, I'll take you all on that offer. So he applied certain stipulations to the tricks, right, to, you know, him moving the um, the pages of the book, him turning the pencil without touching it. He was like, okay, now do it with these stipulations, right? And if you could do it like this, I will give you this $10,000 check. And it was basically, there was like paper around the foam. Like it was like foam paper. Like, yeah, he put foams around the, the book where he starts turning the page, right? And he says, if these foams move, it means that you're using breathing techniques. And that's what the James Randy guy told the psychic James Heydrich. He told him, if these page, if these foam things around the page move, then you are disqualified, right? So then when he tried to attempt the same trick, he couldn't do it. He started making excuses. He was like, man, the light and the static and the foam make this electricity where the, you know, the paper does not move. And he was making all these excuses. He couldn't do it, right? So that was kind of his first exposure to him being a fraud, right? That was like the world was like, whoa, he couldn't do it. Wow, he couldn't do the thing. And then, you know, uh, they started to do, a lot of magicians started to do deep dive on him. Started saying, yo, let's see if he's legit. Long story short, long story short, hopefully you guys are with me here. Long story short, he did an inter interview where he was breaking this entire thing down on how this whole thing was fake, right? And he started to get slowly exposed, so he came out on himself saying, hey, look, all of it's not even real. So they started asking him questions. Why were you doing this stuff? And this is where I find it interesting. He was like, they were like, why are you doing this stuff? Why are you telling people you have psychic powers? Why are you telling people you can actually heal them? Why are you telling people that, you know, uh, you can speak to the dead or or you can start moving object? And he said he originally started this to prove how stupid people are. This is exact words, right? He said, I did this to, to, to see how stupid people were. And it's very interesting that he would say that. I was like, why, why, you know, and I look a little deeper and he was saying that originally he would do this stuff, right? And he wanted to do it for attention, right? When he grow, when he was younger, he was abused. 
Um, you know, he he was in foster homes. He was in jail. Um, you know, all these things. And he was only 21 years old at the time when he was doing all these tricks, these tricks, and he was fooling the entire world. And he was saying that, you know, he wanted attention. He wanted people to see him, right? He wanted to be cool. He wanted the people to, you know, uh, he wanted to fool people, right? And he said, I wanted to see how stupid people were. And, and one thing was well, something interesting he said that wanted me to talk about this on the, on the show was he said, grown adults, people who are going through a lot of shit, right? They want to believe in these things. They want to believe that I have psychic powers. They want to believe in an easy way out. All I did was provide them that. I just gave them that. I fed into their fantasies. And they believed, right? This is why people will heal themselves because they believed that I can heal them. But in reality, they were doing the right steps themselves, right? They were taking the right practice. I was just believed. So he felt like in his mind he wasn't doing any wrong. But he made millions of dollars. He got so much fame by manipulation deception telling people that they can join his martial arts company and how you know they can learn these secret powers um he convinced the inmates that you know he was he had godlike powers the scientists believed that he got powers right and he was saying i'm this guy that can't read that can't write he had he learned it in jail right but he was saying i'm this guy that can't read and write and you have scientists who are quote unquote smarter than me that believed that I was legit. And it was kind of his way of saying, ha, I got you back, right? Where he's saying that you guys are really the dumb ones. And I'm the guy who is, who, who you know, who is tricking all of you, right? And the fact that he said that human beings want this <clears throat> made, you know, I say this all the time. I always talk about how a suffering mind cannot see reality. It only sees what it wants to see. Right? It only sees what it wants to see, especially when you approach life with a belief system. Right? And we're talking about a certain, this is what you go by. So this is, this. There's a, you have a suffering mind, right? There's certain problems in your life, and then you have this way of life, right? This philosophy, this, this, this lifestyle that you live by. And, you know, anything that goes outside of that, you want to turn it down. You don't want to see if it's real or not. Right. And that is what keeps people in the same place because they can, those people never get to the truth. In order to get to the truth, you must be open-minded. Right. And this James Heydrich dude said one thing too. He said that people, if people were more open-minded, right. If they were more open-minded, these things would never happen. Meaning, if they weren't so, uh, you know, if someone was, let's say someone who has a suffering mind and wants to believe in this stuff, if they were more open-minded to the fact that maybe it's not real, they wouldn't go through it, right? If they will search for the truth rather than buy into the fantasy, then a lot of people won't get uh, deceived by this stuff or scammed by this stuff. Um, and I wanted to break this down in the show because stories like that, and I spoke about, there was one episode I spoke about the Jim Jones story where I forgot what episode is that you'll, you'll go have to go, you have to go check it out. Spoke about the Jim Jones story where, you know, a thousand people drunk this Kool-Aid and all killed themselves, right? Because he developed this cult and, uh, you know, he was somebody who was faking healings as well. Um, faking the fact that uh, he would tell people, hey, act like you're sick and I'm going to heal you, right? So you have people show up with a fake, like, broken leg and in a cast or something, and then, you know, he would take it off and then people would start walking, right? And, you know, a lot of things to deceive people, and it's all based on how, how does one get to that point where they want to do those things, right? Why does one want to do that to other people, and why does one want to believe in that, Right. 
these are questions where we need to ask ourselves. Why does one want to do these things? And why does one want to believe in those stuff? Right? Now, in the James Hydrick story, where he was a kid and he was abused and, and you know, false, he had a rough childhood. He was he, They made fun of him. They say he was stupid. He couldn't read, couldn't write. He went to jail. He wanted, he said, I wanted attention. I wanted people to notice me. Right? And I, many times I've said, you know, uh, a suffering mind searching for love moves with desperation. That's a that's an example of somebody searching for love. It may not be love in a partner, but it's also it's it's love from other people from the world. So a suffering mind searching for love moves with desperation, where he got desperate, where he was like, "I want some attention. I wanted people to see me as something special." So he felt the need to, you know, manipulate and do these things. That's one thing to look at, to have empathy for him. To say, wow, he did have a rough childhood, but also he did not make the problems the number one priority. He allowed problems to roll on to the next day, right? He wasn't aware enough to even solve these problems. He didn't know, right? Um, he was he he is. This is when I was saying in the episode where people don't actually know what the problems are. He didn't know that what he was doing was the actual problem, right? What he was doing, um, uh he felt like it, it was a way to cope with the problem. It, it was a way to solve his problems, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to be this special guy that the world's going to know, and I'm going to manipulate people, right? And same in the Jim Jones situation where he was, uh, you know, he told everybody to kill themselves because he started to get exposed. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he, you know, he moved everybody, at, I believe it was South Africa, South I believe it was South Africa, and I'm not sure about that, but he moved people there, a thousand people, they killed themselves, right? So there's people who are looking to manipulate, and it's looking to people who want to believe. And this all be this is all because of a underlining problem, right? It's problems that go on in the mind, and it's also problems that go on in your life, where if you don't make them a priority, you start to live in illusion and you start to live in fantasy. This is very important. So when we come back, right, we're going to go on a little little minute break, a little two-minute break for a second. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk about why it's important for you to truly look at this situation and take it serious, right? And, and to finally say, this is it. Today is the day where I'm going to look at my life. I'm going to study myself. I'm going to look at the reality of my situation and I'm going to address the problems immediately. This is Anthony Manai. You're listening to the All Moves Podcast. We'll be right back. Family, thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for uh, supporting the show, listening to the show. And I'm not going to take too long. Real quick, I just want to let you guys know, if you want to be a true supporter of the podcast and you want to donate to the All Moves Podcast, um, just for better quality, um, to, to, to allow ourselves to put out better episodes. We're going to try new things, uh, moving forward, get better equipment, right? If you want to be a true supporter of the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash all moves. Now there's a little dash between all and moves. So that's anchor.fm forward slash all dash moves. Um, when you go there, you can click support this podcast and you can live you can leave as little as a dollar a month, right? If you are a true supporter, if you love this show and you want to donate every single month, um, again, like I said, for better quality shows to allow ourselves to do something, uh, uh, you know, try new things and and to continue to uh, build this thing bigger and bigger and bigger. It will mean a lot to me to give a small donation. Uh, you can contribute 10 bucks a month, $4 a month, or even just a dollar a month, 99 cents. Um, it would mean a lot to me. If you do so, I will make it, uh, I will find some way where we can uh, connect, personally connect, jump on the phone, um, just so I can say thank you, probably answer one of your questions. Um, 
Yeah, so it would truly mean a lot to me if you want to become a supporter of the show and uh, allow this podcast to continue to grow bigger than ever before. And also, if you want to be a part of my About It Club, my About It Club membership is only seven days for free, right? And after that is 25 bucks a month, right? It's all exclusive content, um, you know, on, on human nature, on business, on philosophy, where I do a weekly series called The Breakdown, not the quote breakdown, The Breakdown, where I talk about some inner circle stuff uh, with all the members. Um, you know, I've worked with people from all over the world. And, you know, you have the opportunity now to sign up for seven days for free, right? After that is 25 bucks a month. And now we can jump on the phone um, so I can answer any of your questions on what it is that uh, I can help you with, right? So again, so you, you can check that out, theaboutitclub.com. You can also check out theaboutitlife.com, which is where you can buy the All Moves Apparel, uh, not the all moves apparel, the about a life apparel. I'm sorry. You can have, you, you can go get cups, uh, t-shirts, uh, hoodies, um, hats. Um, this real popular one that's going around is the camel hat one. You guys will see me always wearing it. If you listen, if you watch my videos or you see any pictures of me, I'm always wearing the camel hat, the about it life camel hat because we the about it life soldiers. And uh, if you want to represent, if you want to be a soldier, the About It Life soldier, get yourself a camel hat at theaboutitlife.com. That being said, uh, let's bring you back to the epic episode of the All Moves Podcast. Thank you so much, fam. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 71 of the All Moves Podcast. Uh, this is this episode we're talking about illusion, fantasy, mind control, uh, manipulation, deception, all this stuff. Um, fake psychics, <laughs> and um, and the importance of why you must solve the problems and you must seek to be to you have to be serious about this stuff because you can live an entire life of illusion if you don't, right? Thinking that one thing is real, right? Or thinking in people, in certain people following their waves. And when you look behind the scenes, it's all bullshit, right? And the problem with this stuff is it will always lead to more pain, right? Because you're not living a life of reality. You you're, you would always wonder why things are not going your way, why things seem to not work for you. Um, so this is why this episode is important when I when I'm talking about you know, I'm breaking these things down and I'm talking about, you know, sharing these stories. <clears throat> I've I've dealt with this stuff for a long time, right? Which le- led me to do what I do now, right? I, I am heavily into the mind. I am heavily into human behavior. We have to figure this thing out. How is it possible that there's some people that can have a, be in a certain situation in life and completely change their life around with one decision, right? Um, one decision where they said, you know, I've had it. I, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And they made a decision to make a change, right? How can someone be in a certain situation and one person make that decision to change and other people, they stay in the same place where they start to buy into fantasies and illusions and allow the problems just to consume their entire life, right? They're just extremely unaware. And it's not that, it's not that, you know, you know, if you if you tell somebody something since they were born, right? Because we know that the mind is a is a clean slate at birth, and it, you know, in the James Hardick, uh, Hardick, uh, Hydric situation where he couldn't read and write for a long time, it's like if you don't teach somebody that, then you know they will never be able to learn how to do it, right? If so, if you avoid certain things in your life, you will never learn how to do it. Right. And, and you know, in that same situation, you, you may not be aware that you don't know. Right. You may not be aware that you don't know. But once you're aware, once you listen to this. Right. And you listen to my voice and you listen to somebody that's telling you, hey, man, nobody's telling you what to think. We're telling you how to think, how to view yourself. No one's saying if you have this certain problem, do this and this and this. We're saying you must be aware of your own problems. You must be aware of what's actually going on. We're saying eliminate all forms of distraction, right? Eliminate all forms of illusion, 
right? Don't approach things with a biased mentality, right? We're, we're not saying, oh, this is how you should think, or this is what, you know, um, this, is, this is the mindset to have. What I'm saying is question your own self, right? There's no one particular mindset. We're talking about view yourself, study yourself, see what, you know, see, see what's actually going on, see what is, because if you don't, you will waste a lot of time and money being manipulated by these types of people. And this is fact, right? And, um, you know, it's a miserable existence. There's people right now who are viewing a relationship situation that they're in, right? Where they're, whether they, you know, with, with a girl or a guy, whatever their, you know, their relationship is, marriage, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is with a person, and they're suffering and they're feeling like crap and they're feeling bad about so many things because of the way they view in it, right? Instead of saying, hey, look, this is a toxic relationship. Let me move forward and let me work on myself. Let me build myself up. It's more of a suffering mind searching for desperation, right? So a suffering mind searching for love moves with desperation and they're constantly moving with you know this feeling of I need this and 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 they're viewing things from a different perspective than somebody who says I right, fuck it I'm out I'm gonna move forward and I'm gonna leave and and I'm gonna live um, I'm gonna better myself right I'm gonna focus on myself so I can attract the right person um, and I bring up these topics all the time because. No matter what I say, before I used to talk about entrepreneurship a lot, right, which was a couple years ago, um, I used to talk about business, strategies, marketing, and I realized that the people who hit me up are incapable of doing the five to ten steps that I will give them, right? This is one, two, three steps. These are steps that if you followed and you are serious, that you will start to see results. And I started realizing that people are unable to make any moves. And there was a reason why people are unsuccessful. And there was a reason why I say, oh, and then I started discovering, wow, winning and losing, it is a choice. Being successful is a choice. Changing your life is a choice. Because I started to see that there's people who are choosing to live this life. Like the James Hydrick guy, the, 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 the psychic, the fake psychic said, he said, I did this because I wanted to prove, I, wanted to, I think he said, I, I wanted to see how stupid people were, right? I wanted to prove how stupid people are. And he said, grown adults want this stuff to be real. And why is that? Why does grown adults want these illusions, the fantasy, the fakeness to be real. Why do people want to be told what, you know, uh, uh, things that they want to hear and not what they need to hear? These are questions that we need to ask ourselves. Why do people believe in these things? And then why there's people who do them? What happened if we all focused on reality? Meaning, what is? What would life look like if all of us focused on what is? We didn't approach it with a certain belief system. We just looked at and studied with no judgment, without trying to alter what we see, without trying to change the facts. We just studied and viewed what is about ourselves, about the world. Where would we all be? How successful will the world be and how, how much we will all move forward in a big way, right? If every single human being on this planet studied what is, right? What would happen? What would happen if people solved the problems and did not, and did not allow the problems to roll on the next day? Think about what things wouldn't exist. What are some of the things that won't exist? Something to think about, right?
And this is why I'm speaking this message. It has a lot to do with, you know, it has a lot to do with being aware. As more to do, it has a lot more to do than than you know, uh, mo- just motivation, right? Because that's what people want. They want motivation. They want to be uh, told the truth instead of observing themselves, so they can see the truth. They would much rather be told what to do. Oh, here's how you do it. And then once they see it, oh, I don't want to do it, right? Instead of viewing themselves and saying, this is the facts. And once you see the facts, you now know what, what it is that you need to do. Because if not, you're going to start buying into these illusions, and then you're going to waste your time, your money, your resources, and things that is just feeding you into your fantasies. Right? It's feeding your fantasies. And then therefore you can never see reality. Then that just means that the problems will always exist. This is why I'm talking about this stuff. Because the problem will always exist. You're constantly, uh, uh, when you constantly ignore the problem, when you distract yourself, you don't know, you no longer know what's real. Now you're living in delusion. I was in that cycle for a very long time. I was always avoiding what was, right? At the time, I was avoiding what what was the reality of my life. I did not want to see it. I didn't want anybody, I didn't want to follow anybody who who gave me, you know, um who kind of who reminded me of the facts, right? Because then, then I would see, I would get discouraged, I would get emotional, I would start to cry, I would start to, you know, um, you know, have these deep thoughts, right? Dark thoughts, and it's like, dude, it don't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way, right? Um, if we just viewed ourselves and we study ourselves, we become aware, we become observant. We get serious where nothing else matters but what is, what is going on, what the fuck is going on. Then you start to see the facts. Then people, there's certain people in this world that wouldn't discourage you, right? When you see successful people, you start to root for them. You start to say, yeah, you go for it, you know? You start to be happy to help people, right? You're happy to help people. You're like, yeah, I can't wait. I I want to, you know, I'm excited to wake up every single day to, uh, to you know, to help other people. And also, I want to cheer people on. I want to see people succeed. It's better for the world if more people succeed, right? And they're laying down a blueprint, a blueprint, uh, a blueprint and, you know, we can study that. What was their moves? How did he do this? What was their mentality like? And and just being very observant in life. And people are not observant. They're asleep. They're fucking asleep. They're asleep. They don't want to see what is. They want to believe in bullshit. And then they suffer for the rest of their life. Because they're they're always avoiding the actual problem. They avoid seeing what the problem is, and they go on thinking that there's somebody that they're not. But deep down inside, they know. People know. People know. Deep down, people know, which is why they choose to distract themselves. But your situation is unique to you, and whatever it is that you're going through, your situation is unique to you, and what separates those who are successful and those who are not is during those times, when it comes to their own unique situation, they address the problem and they make adjustments. They seek to understand what is going on. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening in my life? And they make adjustments immediately. This is what successful people do. They find a way when it looks like there is no way. They position themselves to find a way. They position themselves for success. They position themselves to be able to see clear, to know what it is they want to do with themselves. 
This is a serious human being. There's a difference when you're struggling and you're going through a lot of things in life, but you and you're a serious human being. Meaning, you're like, yo, just, just I just need to know the way. I just need to know the right way to think. And if I know the right way to think, and I know how to think, right? How can I think about this situation? Not what to think. How can I think about this situation? How can I observe myself? How can I see the moves I'm making? Man, everything will change. And that's what I had to do to get to a place where there's no more conflict within my move in, in the moves I make. There's no more contradiction in my moves, right? Where I'm questioning myself, like in, in a negative way, right? Like, oh, okay, I did this move and I'm like, oh, why did I do it? Now it's getting close to reality, getting as close to the truth as possible. And, you know, it's difficult for people. It's tough. It's hard, man. It's hard because the fucking truth, it, it, it holds no punches, especially when you been avoiding the facts for a very long time and you've been avoiding the truth for a very very long time and then now you're you're trying to get close to the truth it's very difficult there's this quote that i put up the other day and i said everybody wants the truth but nobody wants to be honest there's this whole thing about being honest and and associating being honest with being mean right associating telling people the truth where you're being rude Right, of course, there's certain deliveries because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. So you, you, of course, you deliver the information in a way where it's like, "Look, dude, like I'm what I'm about to tell you is gonna, it's gonna sound like it hurts, but this is the facts." And there's a way to approach and address the situation, but to not want to hear the truth or to be afraid to be honest. How many times that you've had somebody you've seen, you know, uh, live a certain life and you are hesitant in telling them directly um and, you know they're a loved one or there's their friend of yours or there's somebody you work with and you're seeing them and you're like dude and you don't say nothing because you're scared to get the fucking uh, a certain reaction it's a weird conversation i feel like i have to tell people the facts every time i see them if i see somebody they're making a certain move if they're associated with me in any type of way Got to make sure that wow, Anthony told me that this is this is this is what he sees, and he's getting me to see myself, which is something that most people are aware are are afraid to do. Right? Most people are afraid to do is what they're afraid to do is see themselves. And you're when you're afraid to see yourself, you cannot see the fucking facts, man. Huh, this is everything. This is everything. This ain't no there's no strategies. There's no this is, you know, fuck man. People are always looking to be told something. It's like there's no answers to everything. There's some things that you have to figure out on your own. All I can do is point you to the right direction. Hey, look at this. Study that. Whatever that is, study it. Well, what does that mean? Well, you figure that fucking out. You figure that thing out. Man, I was serious. And I'm still serious to this day. But when I was going through real, real tough times mentally, real tough times, not knowing, confused, what is, what is not, what the fuck, everything is just feels so overwhelming. I was so curious. And I was so, I was, I was asking the right questions. And I was like, what, what is going on? What is the problem? What is this? And questioning everything, observing, observing life, actually having my eyes open, listening, studying people. Then I got to a place where I started to overcome my problems and now I'm a totally different person than I was six, seven years ago. I'm a totally different person, a completely different human being, completely different human being. And my interests changed. The things I was into changed. Because, again, a suffering mind 
doesn't know what to believe, right? Don't trust what a suffering mind believes in or, or don't trust what a suffering mind is interested in. Because there's a reason why it's interested. Is it to escape? Right? And there's a lot of things that I used to be into before that I'm not into today. Because my mind is different, is in a different place. <clears throat> so this is what I have for you guys today. Wanted to give you kind of a story of one, of somebody who was uh, even scientists got deceived and everybody got tricked. The whole world at that time got tricked. Um, you can go check out the story yourself. It's, it's you go look it up on YouTube, Google it, whatever it is you want to do. Um, and you know things like stories like this made me think. You know, wow, there's people out there who are searching for for anything, right? For hope rather than addressing the problem. Because one who addresses the problem will not buy into this stuff. They won't. They'll look at it clearly of what it is. Like, what the fuck is this? You know. And they'll have an open mind to see, well, show me the facts. Show me what it is that, you know, just like the the James Randi guy who spends his entire life debunking these things. You know, he's a study of psychology. He's a study of human nature as well. I just love this shit, man. I, I just, I love this stuff, man, because this is real life changing shit. You get this down, you can do anything, you, anything you pursue in life. You can do it at a high level, man. If you are aware and observant and you study yourself and you get close to the truth. Because then you'll start to see what you're good at. Then you'll start to see what you're not good at. You you won't be delusional, right? You won't continue on doing things that you have no chance at, right? You know, like, like you'll be aware. You'll be very aware and your life will change. You'll see when a relationship is not going the right way, when when you shouldn't stay in a relationship. You'll see, well, well, you know, this money move is not the right move. We got to change this game up. This is where it's headed to. Health, you start to take your health seriously and you start to see the importance of your of, of living a healthy lifestyle. Oh, man. Hope you guys found this episode valuable. Get passionate when I talk about this stuff. And I'm going to keep talking about it until you guys finally get it and you start to view yourself and study yourself and take it very, very, very seriously. Because there's a lot of people that are wasting tons of money and a lot of people are wasting tons of time, wasting their entire life away, throwing their entire life away. They're already dead. They're just not buried yet. Wasting their entire life living in illusion and living in fantasy. And allowing the problems to stay in their mind, which causes them to live a miserable existence. This is a real thing. I'm going to leave you guys with that. I appreciate you guys for listening in. Please, if you find this episode valuable, share it with somebody who needs to hear it. Leave a review on the podcast, especially if you're listening to Apple Podcasts. That seems to be huge. Um, if you're listening this uh, to this on an Apple Podcast, please take the next two minutes, review the show, um, um, leave a little you know review, be honest about it. Um, only takes two minutes, and uh, that would definitely help the show out. So with that being said, family, thank you so much for tuning in. I shall catch you guys. I shall catch you guys next time. Peace.